0: From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like me, so Happy
1: Halloween, Studio Xanadu. She's up and running so except so for a camera me. that... Dan Frost must have unplugged or something Stupid. Anyway, it appears to be Halloween, which is a wonderful, wonderful holiday for kids, not for 380-pound governors. What was that costume squirrel? Now, I know what yours is. Your secret squirrel or just squirrel. Was he Sackman or stubby man? Because he has an S on his chest like Superman, yet he stands at five foot six, 400 pounds. He's not anything close to Superman on any level, he could have went as fascist man, as failure man. And as for the wife, what is that, pregnant Wonder Woman? When did pot bellies on women's become fashionable? I don't know what the hell's going on, but don't put it in a costume. She should have went as a plumber, and he could have went as the plumber's beanbag. That would have been perfect. I like that. That would have made sense. But nothing does make sense. For instance, Brazil, I don't know if you're up on the news, but it turns out a communist just overthrew Bolsonaro. Who was, for all intents of purpose, about as uh, capitalistic as you can get in South America? Protesters are burning trucks. Its their highways are shut off because once again there is the questionable election results, and that's what communists and Marxists and fascists and American Democrats do. They contort the truth and give you a perspective of what to think rather than the facts, so you can come to your own conclusions. And that was on full. Display this weekend. Now early on, on Friday, when the story broke of Paul 2: 30 in the morning and the phone call, we had the phone call, uh, n- not the 911 call, but we had the report by the police chief, who then described what he saw, both the man in the underwear and the hammer and the whole nine yards. But now what we have is a little different. We have the actual nine one one call. Now I don't know if this is on other shows because I don't listen to talk radio, but this is interesting.
2: Hey, Priority 910-2640-Broadway, Cross of Scott and Normandy. Hey, 14-hour copy. RP stated that there's a male in the home and that he's going to wait for his wife. RP stated that he doesn't know who the male is, but he advised that his name is David and that he is a friend.
1: That's confusing, isn't it, Squirrel? Now, I could see you You look confused normally, but especially when you're a Squirrel costume. Doesn't know who he is, but he knows he's a friend. He's going to call and wait for his wife. I have been really bothered by the fact it wasn't a 911 call. It wasn't posed as a 911 call. It was a well-being check. And what we learned is a well-being check means that cameras are off. This is an issue. Now, don't worry. I'm going to get to the other topics. We'll get to World War 3 We'll get to Barack Obama. We'll get to the in diapers. But I'm not going to let this go because this is being used as a weapon to indict anyone who isn't part of the Marxist mafia. It was on all the Sunday shows, and the new mantra is you are guilty for something you didn't do because of this freak show in California. Now, I don't know what the hell goes on in California, but I do know since I was little, it was called The Land of Fruits and Nuts, and that seems exactly appropriate. RP
2: sounded somewhat confused. we back and copy. Yes, yeah, 3 to
1: 2640 Broadway for
2: 14 hours. Code, over, copy. Hours, code 3.
3: Everyone call the, the Unit on scene two six four zero Broadway. Special call, special
1: call medic, location twenty six forty Broadway. This bothers me. This bothers me tremendously, and I'll tell you why. On the Sunday shows, you are being indicted for this. This is outrageous to me. It is an example of what we have pretending to be a media, an apparatus of the Marxist mafia. It's never been more clear to me, and it's Very, very certain when you see what we have here. This is the Minnesota GOP rep, Tom Emmer. He is the chairman of the National Republic Congressional Committee, and he is on Face the Nation, which is truly disgrace the nation. I want you to listen to the way he's questioned by a fracking talk show host on a news outlet talking to a Minnesota congressman.
4: I want to ask you about this when it comes to political violence. On your Twitter feed you posted this video we're going to show.
1: Just a few Now, before I let her do this. Political violence. What exactly is political violence? Is political violence when the government of Ukraine kills Ukrainians in a civil war that nobody talks about or or is political violence when America sends military to say Africa to kill people who are running around? What exactly is political violence? Because if you're trying to pass off this soiree of weirdness in San Francisco as political violence, you should look into who you're talking about. The green candidate, the left candidate, Gypsy's husband, and known sexual deviant.
4: Two days ago, where you're firing a gun, and it says, enjoyed exercising my Second Amendment rights, hashtag fire Pelosi.
1: All right, so to set the stage, like most people who appreciate what the Second Amendment stands for, in a crime-ridden area like Minnesota, like Chicago, like New York, pick anywhere a Democrat's in charge. What you're doing now is practicing. Because if a story goes in real life where a guy in his underpants breaks into my house, we're not going to struggle over a hammer. I'm going to shoot him in the face. So Elmer... Emmer, whatever, he's practicing how to shoot some guy who breaks in your house at 2 in the morning in his underpants wielding hammers that you don't want to smell. In the meantime, somehow he's going to be labeled as inciting the violence of this sexual deviant in California, member of the Green Party, LGBTQ all over his house, Black Lives Matter, in his underpants with hammers you don't want to smell.
4: Why is there a gun in a political ad at all? It wasn't an ad. Hashtag I was, or I was, a tweeting, tweet. out, I was tweeting out something. Hashtag that fire I just done. Pelosi with a weapon. Well, now wouldn't you're- a pink slip be more fitting if it's about? Now listen to the tone of her voice.
1: Listen, this isn't your husband. You don't get to get mad at a congressman, and you're correcting him. You're scolding him. He goes to the gun range with a lot of us do. A lot of us do. I don't because I don't need the practice. But a lot of people do. And they go to the gun rage and they tweet and it's election season and he wants to show that I, being a Republican, will not be a fascist scum that locked you up for two and a half years, that tells you how to raise your kids, that tells you if you can go to funerals. I am going to let you practice all of your rights, mainly the Second Amendment, so that when some guy comes in your house in his underpants with hammers, you can shoot him in the face rather than hope he likes you.
5: Her? It's interesting, Margaret, it's interesting, Margaret, that we're talking about this this morning when a couple of years back when a Bernie Sanders supporter shot Steve, which Scalise, was horrendous. When a Bernie and Sanders horrific, supporter shot Steve, Scalise. I never heard you weapons. or anyone else in the media trying to blame Democrats for what happened. We need to stay we focused on what we're all coverage doing. coverage of what happened. To Ex-
1: this is a Sunday show. This is so bizarre to me. So bizarre to me. By the way, Squirrel. If, uh, if the defendant should happen to commit an Epstein in the middle of the day, would you break in? Because I, I expect that to be happening, as we can't see any actual evidence of what happened in San Francisco. And instead, they have the narrative they want, and you're listening to it, where a congressman is talked down to by a dimwit. A dimwit on TV who puts makeup on her face and pretends to be a moral authority, rather than a spokes idiot for the Marxist mafia
5: there's extensive nobody tried to equate democrats rhetoric people i'm not talking about
4: your rhetoric i'm talking about what you posted you're shooting a gun our viewers just saw it
5: yeah
1: first of all change your tone in your voice doll face that's number one number two he's a free man he could do whatever the jack he wants and if you don't like it toots then don't retweet it
5: right hashtag fire pelosi exercising our Second Amendment rights, having fun That's not fun a debate about the Second Amendment. Yep. That's
4: not a debate about the Second Amendment. Hashtag yes fire Pelosi.
5: Yes, it is.
1: Fire Pelosi like... If you didn't have a teddy in the producer's offer, office, how you'd be fired. How Elon Musk fired his fascist censor when he took over Twitter. You'd be fired. Fire her, like, get the gavel out of her hand, and somebody investigate how this drunk $2 whore is worth half a billion dollars. Fire her like that, dimwit. I, I'm, Do you, I'm you running not the understand that that is to suggestive
4: to people who are in a bad state and in this current environment how risky it is
1: i don't have to consider how stupid people perceive things you see this is the problem i have if you're an idiot and you're dumb enough to vote for democrats i really don't give a rip what you think about anything so i don't have to edit myself or the, anybody to t- go talk down to the stupid people to make them feel normal for that we have welfare and the rest of the democrat
5: plans as you're talking well, about I, I the importance of
4: lowering you, the rhetoric,
5: I disagree. with Why do you Margaret? leave that up again? I never saw anyone after Steve Solis was shot by a Bernie Sanders right supporter now. Trying just to equate, is happening. This is an argument. You're listening to
1: an argument. And what she's advocating is for her version of politically correct. Now, political correctness doesn't have place in America because you have freedom here. Political correctness is the scepter of all kinds of tyrants from those morons, those inbreds in bedsheets in Saudi Arabia to those inbreds in England with their
5: ears hanging on their shoulders like Fetterman. Oh. That rhetoric with those actions, please don't do that.
4: that no, OK, looking at your candidates, Republican candidates spend
1: more than 100. 160- now, I want you to understand something. They have absolute and total contempt for us. Do you get that? Stop taking advice from these whores. Stop listening to these idiots. I don't really give a rip what you think about anything. But you got the big Sunday show, and nobody wants to find out where your teddy is.
4: 16 million on ads that mention Speaker Pelosi by name in this cycle. Is because
1: it? she is an inside trading political whore who has prostituted our politics, her power, and our government to enrich her and her sexual deviant drunk Husband. Now, I don't remember you saying, Jack, when a month ago he squashed a drunk driving accident. We don't know who was in the car with him. We don't know what he hit. We don't know anything because of political apparatchiks like you pretending to be reporters. And where is your teddy?
4: This is about the issues. The time- Why don't
5: you make it about the issues? Why not depersonalize it? It is absolutely about the issues. It's about the fact that we have double digit inflation, exploding, think- exploding cost of living. We've got a crime wave across this country that is in the
4: direct this moment, result. We are eight, eight is the direct days result. Out, don't you think this needs to
1: change? Who I, I, I've never heard of a reporter talking to anyone like this. You are not in a relationship with these fascist pigs. You don't need to let them talk to you like this. Why not pull some of these ads? Why not just delete your tweet? Why not shut your mouth, dimwit, and ask yourself next time you're shaving in the mirror
5: how you could pretend to be a reporter while this country devolved into a third world hellhole? Sure, people like to talk about anything but what the Democrats have done to this country, which quite frankly is exploding cost of living, a crime wave in our major cities that is the result of this defund the police nonsense.
1: No, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Just look at the city of Chicago. Here we are late in fall. It's a little chilly. You only had 35 people shot. How many in Ukraine? Less
5: and cashless bail. I mean, you look at New York City, where you put someone in jail at 9 p.m. for uh, assaulting someone on the street, and they're back out on the street at 9 a.m. committing crimes again. You- Not all of them.
1: Take it easy now, Emmer. You break into the wrong house, the house of, say, a couple, and La Cosa Nostra, Democrat Mafia. Then we don't even know if you broke in. didn't sound like a break-in in the 911 call. of
2: hey, priority 910-2640, Broadway, right across of Scott and Normandy. I have a 14-hour copy. R.P. stated that there's a male in the home and that he's going to wait for his wife. R.P. stated that he doesn't know who the male is, but he advised that his name is David and that he is a friend.
1: R. Now, if he's captive, how does he know his name is David? Squirrel, how much would it take for, to get you to smell one of the hammers? It finds out he has two hammers in the story. He
2: sounded somewhat confused.
1: Squirrel, we back and
2: copy.
1: Yeah, it's code 3-2640, Broadway, 14-hour. That's when you got enough political power to squash any charge, not just the drunk driving, but like the Daly family when their 320 pound Luca Brazzi lookalike killed the 99 pound 19 year old kid on Rush Street. Remember that? Nah, why would you? It didn't get much action, not much reporting. If I remember correctly, the police squashed that too. Huh? Starting to see a pattern? 312 642 5600
0: make money smoke cigars and live free on the sean thompson show on am 560 the answer am 560 the
1: answer hey did anybody ask that moody sunday propagandist to give a explanation or a description of political violence. And if you see
6: anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department
7: store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd, and you push back on them.
1: Do you think Maxine Waters went as Aunt Esther for this Halloween? (laughs) That's an easy costume. Just put on some old clothes, ugly. In the meantime, I know somebody who will smell the hammer fact he spent many years in a municipal truck smelling hammers green puff jim
6: hi sean how are you you know what gets me about this story is the dispatcher himself now he had the discretion he had two he had two discretions there he could have immediately called the police or he could have uh put it off for a bit what strikes me about that is is that the uh, criteria for a nine one one caller?
8: Should, can they tell by the temper of somebody's voice if they're really in trouble? Or when
1: you, you get the call can... from a, from a mobbed up dude, and you understand this, you grew up in the sewer. You remember when Daly's nephew killed the kid? You know, how many scandals go on uh, uh, unreported because you get your well, own that... little your own little verbiage. This is Paul Pelosi. Send a car and turn the cameras off. That's what it would have really sounded like, and that's probably what happened. Because how, yeah, they, how can they, you they explain so- in this day and age, no body camera footage? None. None. And all we got to do now is listen to professional liars. Lie to us.
0: Well, I just hope everybody's as sharp as this 911 caller. Anyway, happy, happy Halloween, Sean. Thank sharp. you. Sharp. I
1: think she should have sent the SWAT team there with cameras ablazing so we could have saw Paul in his underpants, the other guy in his underpants, fighting over a pink hammer. That's what I would have liked to see. Michael on the south side.
9: Good afternoon, Sean. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, two quick points. The, um, the story, the Pelosi story, smells like day-old fish. Now, common sense says that an 82-year-old man uh, is not going to stay home alone Without any security or alarm system. Did you see their house?
1: Did you see their house, Michael? They got four hundred cameras. This is guy's worth a half a billion dollars. If they argue and they try to look cheap, they say he's worth two hundred million. You're gonna tell me that he just was waiting home alone in his little pajamas, watching Mayberry, seeing if Aunt B had a different house coat on? I don't think so. It's Caligula. And these people don't live like me and you. She's at the Ritz-Carlton in Washington with her cabaret of sickos, and he's in San Francisco with his cabaret of sickos. That's how it really works. You don't really think that Bill and Hillary read stories in bed together, do you? It's the same here. These are freaks. Ask why Harry Reid, the Mormon mafia, he lived at the Ritz-Carlton, too, in Washington. They all do. You mean to tell me there's no footage? None. We just got the story. And the story is he broke in, in his underpants, while carrying a hammer. Because even in San Francisco, I have to believe that it'd stick out. But maybe it wouldn't. Thank you, Michael. Of course, the story stinks. You know why? It's a lie. Just like everything that comes out of their rat faces.
10: Here's today. Today, the average price for a gallon of gas is $3.76. That's adding up to real savings for American families, the difference between those prices.
1: Look at you. You're saving money. What the hell are you worried about? Everything is fine. The violence is down. 35 shot, what's the big deal? Better than last year. Victor, Midway.
9: Hey, Sean, how you doing? Right. Uh, I just wanted to comment real quick on the policy thing, and then I got something more important. But uh, the policy thing is just a false flag event, and it's kind of funny. The uh, perpetrator was an illegal immigrant. But um, yeah, even more Canada. important than that, yeah, yeah. But uh, even more important than that is about the voting. You know, I, I listen to radio shows in the morning, and you know they're all positive, and they're talking about how they're starting to crack down on the mail-in votes and this and that. And <laughs> I was telling your phone screener, they literally have every process rigged in our in our in our elections. You steal okay, these because elections because not only bro, is it the ready? mail-in voting.
1: Yeah, you, come on, it's the easiest thing in the world. You steal these elections, but it's all evidence. You can't
9: audit them, but it's. It's also the machines, and then even bigger than that, it's even the paper ballots that you fill out in person. Because if you remember back in school, it was a Scantron test. And if you remember, the machines only read it if it was number two pencil. Okay, it's very similar with the paper ballots for uh, for Illinois border elections. They give out usually blue or black ink. And if you look into the fine print of the paper ballot, it says use blue or black ink only. In 2016, they were following that process.
1: Brother, you're getting In
9: 2020, all, they were giving out black markers and red ink, which doesn't even get read by the machines. Which means they even got the paper ballots recycled. You're getting, ballots you're right. getting so Paper ballot machines you're, and mail-in.
1: You're getting too technical. Here's the here's the answer. If I cannot audit the results, they are a lie. I don't have to trust yes. anybody. And we had four years. I want to we see. We had
9: four years to do a complete overhaul. That's yeah. the only way we could fix it. Of course. The, the only keep you way. The audits. You it's even the know, Shonda, the audits stuff. still
1: have that rig, too. It's the greatest theft in the world. you got to tell people, ah, you lost, and now I control trillions of dollars in all the policies. What are you going to do about it? Argue? three one two six four two fifty six hundred. 642 5600
0: He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
1: We have one of our loyal listeners that's going to inform me of a story that I am ignorant to. And if this is true, this is beyond shocking, but more evidence of what kind of America we're living in, Trish, in her car.
3: Yeah, I was. Um, you know, I was wondering if you could confirm it. I noticed it this morning, and then I had a bunch of stuff to do. But the um, heads of uh, True the Vote, Catherine um, Engelbrecht and Greg.
1: Phillips... Well, if I I've had on my show.
3: Yeah, so they were. They refused to give their uh, the name of their confidential informant, so they've been you know
1: taken their their They're in prison. Jail. Yeah, Honey Bunny did confirm it while we while we were on the commercial break. It appears she is a political prisoner and jailed. Ironica. Paul Pelosi in a drunken car accident, well drunk driving walks doesn't spend an hour. How many people yeah. were attacked and their perpetrators arrested and back out on the street in hours? And yet this woman is in a federal prison as we speak, because like those people in January 6th, she's a political prisoner. And until the fascist regime of America is dethroned, this will be the case. This is the norm. You are censored in this country. And if you have another opinion and you have evidence, sometimes you're really persecuted. And that's what this woman is and her husband, because the movie is is unarguable. The ballot harvesting exists. The Democrat mafia is organized. I have a friend of mine, Trish. We're the same age. Me, him, and, and another guy. I mean, I'm talking preschool together. This how long we've been friends. Oh. He, he was a depressed. He got he got depression. When we were 18 years old. He said he had a nervous. he went on the government cheese program. He, he he would brag about it. All he had to do was say he was depressed. He lived his entire life on disability. All right. But he kept taking the antidepressants, and he was drinking alcohol. And in the meantime, he became a typical moron. And he is convalescing at my age right now in a convalescent home. We talk to him. My friend and I still call him. I still talk to him on a regular basis. He votes every election. They come in, and they fill out the ballot for him. Yep. That is illegal. And that is commonplace. And guess who he votes for? A Democrat. The Democrats have a foot, an army of foot soldiers that are out doing this. And it's time it stops. Every old people home, every hospital, every sling blade in the world, whether they know it or not, is voting for these idiots. And I'm sick and tired of pretending it's legitimate. And they s- destroy the evidence. So we can't go after it. And now here you are, what, two years later, Who I hope that we have voter integrity, and I watched this 80-year-old diaper-wearing dementia patient Go vote today with his granddaughter, and I'm not going to talk about the kiss on the mall, which was disgusting, as he pulls out his license and shows his ID, like everybody should do. And every Democrat rat, every reporting scumbag, they argue because they don't want it that way. They like the cheat. Because half of the country's businesses would go out of business if it wasn't subsidized by this corrupt mafia. And that's what we're really talking about. This is government supremacists against Americans. They want you to think, ooh, the Republicans and the Democrats. They're in control of every aspect of your economy. And the one thing they haven't been able to get their hands on, Trish, is the energy sector. But they've bastardized it. They corporatized it. And they've pretty much backdoored it. Now they're going to go a little too far, though,
10: Trish. Thank you for the call. And what do I mean by that? In the last six months, six of the largest oil companies have made more than $100 billion in profits. So I think it's outrageous.
1: You think it's outrageous? I don't give a rip what you think, diaper wearer. I don't give a rip what you think. I don't give a rip what Obama thinks. These are private companies, and they do something government scum who walk around in $5,000 suits never do. They work, and they invest, and that profit, is that before their costs? See, stupid Democrat wrote you have no idea what business is, what it takes to make a dollar. Sometimes you got to lay out two, sometimes three, sometimes five. But all you know is government, government, government. In the meantime, what can you do? Hey, stupid, for 50 years you've been a senator. What policy did you accomplish? What did you do? Anything? Have you done anything?
10: And by the way if they do that means not a joke everybody that's why we were defeated them in 2018 when they tried to do it. we went to 54 states.
1: Hey stupid. There's only 50 stupid. Oh god. Now you think the profit's too much? Why don't you check yourself in next to my buddy. You could share a bed. You vote, both be voting democrat, moron. Uh Greg Rogers Park. <laughs> Hi, Sean. Uh, Sean,
3: I've been uh, noticing now that Governor Jelly Belly and uh, some of the other Democrats are starting to say they want the to do all... He's the superhero
1: you've ever seen. He's ch- super yeah. chub Super chub man.
3: Yeah, oh, he's terrible. But he's talking about doing um, price controls on uh, pharmaceuticals, yeah. um, possibly gasoline, and then other commodities. And, so, and I know that's bad, but maybe you could explain why that's not such a great idea and how it could really hurt our
9: because economy. Because you disincentivize. It's in word, shape, if we you are. want
1: if you want things to go lower, you incentivize competition, so that through right. competition prices drop. What you do when you implement price controls is what has been done throughout. History. You destroy all other competition, and the only ones who stay in business are the ones that donate the most or make the most mu- like Blue Cross and Blue Shield. You want to know who invested in getting Obamacare passed? Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Because they knew you would squeeze out the 17 other insurance companies, which now you don't even know their names. And now you've got only the conglomerates that lobbied and owned politicians, so they get a little piece of the pie and they get control over what they have to pay. And the government subsidizes the rest. It has never worked. It will never work. And by the way, this is a bipartisan problem. This is that idiot Nixon and his moron and, uh, uh, Vice President Ford. Take a look at what Ford did to the onion market because he was from Michigan. Look at when he tried the price control onions, what he did. It, it's unbelievable. The government cannot do anything, brother. They can't build a house let alone come up with a pile, poly- you're going to control anything? The government doesn't build. The government destroys. It takes over. You want to know what the government can do? It can blow the hell out of you. That's all this government is good at. And by the way, they don't want you to know where they're blowing people up. Thank you very much for the call. Kyle Midlothian.
6: Hey, Sean. Thanks, buddy. Uh, yeah, I had an idea about voting. You got to get your picture taken when you go vote. You got to do it for everything else. Uh, and you got a little voter passport then. And then, you know, dead people won't be... Uh... At least it won't be pretty after voting.
1: Kyle, the answer is in our hands. The answer is blockchain technology. Trillions upon trillions of dollars around the world are traded milliseconds. Not $1 is lost. Do you know why? It is ID secure. ID secure. See, in all of this thing, go to the polls, don't go to the polls. You can have that argument. But your fingerprint is the master key. And it has anonymity. It has everything. But if you can't touch it because, say, you're dead or you don't exist or your fingerprint doesn't match the name you're voting, now you can't vote. It's simple. We are in the year 2022. If I remember correctly, we're supposed to be flying around in cars. Yet these stupid son of dogs still vote like it was 1853 because you know what they're doing? Just what they did in 1853. They're cheating. And until they prove otherwise, nothing they say is reality. And I really don't care. How the election turns out, or red wave, poppycock. If by some miracle the Republicans win anywhere, it's because there was so massive amount they were afraid to cheat you. In the meantime, they're not afraid as you have this dementia patient meandering around with 54 states. Thank you very much. It reminds me of another idiot. Didn't the other idiot get it wrong too? Where where was Obama? Which clip is that, Honey Money, where he uh, does the 57 states? I can't remember. Is it this one?
11: No. I have to admit that sometimes going out on the campaign trail... Oh, no,
1: this is where he gets called fine. I think it's this one. Uh,
11: Because, you know, it it is just wonderful to be back in Oregon. And over the last 15 months, we've traveled uh, to every corner of the United States. Uh, I've now been in 57 states. I think one left to go. Uh, One left to go. Uh, Alaska and Hawaii, I was not allowed to go to, even though I really wanted to visit. But my staff...
1: You, You think these people could get a policy? You think they could do anything? You know why they go into politics? Because they're good at putting lipstick on a pig. They couldn't run a 7-Eleven. They couldn't run a dime store. They couldn't open a bar or a restaurant. They can do nothing but lie through their teeth. Which is why when they tell me somebody won, I say I don't think he did. 312-642-5600.
11: He's a jackass.
5: I was just listening to the
6: Sean Thompson
5: show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled.
6: He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace.
10: Thank you.
12: The following is a paid political announcement. This
0: is Illinois State Rep Tom Morrison. AM560. The answer. I was looking in the love I did not know
1: Wonder Woman was pregnant until I saw the uh, Pritzker Halloween costume. potbelly Wonder Woman and a stumpy Superman. Disgraceful. In the land of fruits and nuts, turns out the so-called attacker in his underpants with pink hammers had a uh, woman he lived with. Her name was Gypsy. She got one of those meth faces like Hunter Biden before he got the new teeth and they cleaned his ass up. When the old man stole the office, Gypsy made a phone call from prison to a news outlet in California.
3: I have a call from an inmate at the California Institution
1: for Women. Signs you are in a bad relationship when your wife is calling from prison into a news station.
3: This is Gypsy Taub. I am uh, the ex-wife partner of uh, David uh, DeBapp and the mother of his children.
7: A call from Exxon Taub, better known as Gypsy, a nudist activist seen here in 2013 talking to ABC7 at a protest in San Francisco. Clearly Republican. We just wanted to test the waters to see how much the police department respects our First Amendment rights. Taub now revealing a long-time relationship with David DePoppy, the man accused of viciously attacking Speaker Pelosi's husband inside their San Francisco home. He is mentally ill. He's been mentally ill for a long time. Taub's call coming from prison. Last year, she was found guilty on 20 counts, including the attempted abduction of a 14-year-old boy from nice his though. Berkeley high school. Taub nice. telling me she and DePoppy met more than 20 years ago. Together, they raised their two sons and her daughter until about seven years ago, describing a time DePoppy returned home after disappearing for a year. He came nice. back in a really bad shape. He thought he was Jesus. He was constantly paranoid, thinking that people are after him. Did he have any sort of aggression towards politicians? Were his political beliefs extreme, in your opinion? When I met him, he didn't really have... Uh, he was only 20
3: years old. He didn't have any experience in politics. He was very much in alignment with my beliefs. Uh, I've always been very progressive, and actually, I absolutely admire
1: Nancy Pelosi. What? Come on, gypsy meth face. You mean you're a communist, too? So that would mean De Pepe is a communist? Does explain the pink hammer and the underpants. I don't buy a word of it. And you're going to be indicted by Dimwitz, who uh, the reason they have Sunday shows is they have a teddy in the office? I don't think so, Toots. Tell you what. Nancy Mount Prospect. Hi, Nancy. I think I scared Nancy. Uh, Hello,
3: Sean. Um, I just called to uh, mention when you said that um, California was known for the fruits and the nuts. You forgot one. It's the fruits, the flakes, and the nuts.
1: Yeah, and now hammers. Thank you very much. Nancy, do you happen to have a pink hammer? No, I don't. You know why? You're normal. Thank you, Nancy. Ed in Plainfield, how much to smell the hammer, Ed?
6: John Key. Good
1: Good
8: afternoon and happy Monday. Thank you. Um, Hey, so Paul Pelosi
13: has been found twice at the scene of a crime, and both times he's been hammered.
1: It was a low-hanging fruit, but we might as well take it. Let me go to Chuck and Dullivan. Hurry up. All right, you're out.
0: 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc.
1: It's almost fascinating to see how the narrative is controlled by the failures in our society. See, the narrative of this political circumstance in America has never been worse, ever. This is American Dark Ages right now. And I say that because just two and a half, really two short years ago, what was the quality of your life? What was the value of your dollar? What was the economic climate of the country? These are simple, simple. The idea that Democrats even have the audacity, audacity to run, shows you that they have no shame. That they are willing to lie, to cheat, and to steal. And who to wield out better than one of the greatest liars and one of the most obvious failures to ever, ever, grace is the wrong word, To be a political whore in this country.
11: There may be a lot of issues at stake in this election, but but the basic question, the fundamental question that you should be asking yourself right now, is who will fight for you?
1: Fight for you? See, this is the tale of two worlds. These are the irreconcilable differences. Because when Diapers Dementia Joe stole the election, inflation was at 1.4%. Economic growth, the so-called market industry, private business, all of it, growing at 4.2%, which at that time was major. Now it's beyond reversed. You have inflation that's parabolic. If you compound since this diaper-wearing dimwit usurped the office, you're at 15% inflation. As far as growth, there ain't jack growing, except what the government's going to fraud and spend money on which is why they have to continue to spend. So the idea that these imbeciles are even running is an atrocity, but they
7: are running. Our inflation is not going up due to government policies. Inflation is going up due to wall street decisions.
1: Shut up, stupid. And you're lucky. I don't drink because you'd be pouring chevises and I wouldn't be tipping you. In the meantime, did you know that Chuck Schumer, Chuck Schumer is running for Senate. This should be covered. It should also be covered that the person running against him is of color and he gets no attention,
14: especially when he's right. Well, let's be very clear. Uh, The mayor of New York City just declared a state of emergency for a migrant crisis. Chuck Schumer spent two years saying was a figment of our imagination. Uh, You deal it with securing the border. Uh, It is not equal level terrain. Some places need a fence. Some places need a wall. Some places need more boots on the ground. But secure it, you must. We need to go back to the stay in Mexico policy. We need to make sure that the asylum process is cleaner. That people don't have to go through such a process that is so convoluted. But more importantly, we need to make sure that there's accountability for people to come. There are four million people waiting in line to come to this country legally. We need to make sure we're not hiring 87,000 IRS agents. Perhaps we should hire some more immigration agents to facilitate those 4 million people coming here, many of whom are joining spouses. So that to me is a conscientious conscientious plan to get the job done. I think again when you have less people uh, feeling as if that legal line is not going to move, you'll have more people who are unwilling to swim across the Rio Grande uh, because people are taking their life into their hands, or pursuing an American dream. They were told Thank by you, this Mr. President P- to pursue illegally. Okay. Now this is a black man who gets no
1: coverage, but yet one who is the greatest failure up until Joe, uh, Joe Biden. He gets all the coverage, and why? Because he's spewing the same utopian dream brought to you by Marxist fascist pigs around the world. Who cares
11: about you? Who sees you? Who believes in you? That's the choice in this election. Wherever they rule, chaos.
1: Whatever they do, failure. Yet somehow, they spin it to where they even have a platform. Here's a Democrat voter, her whole life registered Democrat.
11: What is the number one issue for you and your family this election cycle?
15: (laughs) I don't even want to go there, but I will just say this. Donald Trump was a good president. He did so much for this country. People did not vote on policy. They were looking at a person. And what he did for our military, our borders, um, bringing jobs back to America. We had the lowest inflation rate among everybody across the board. High employment rates. Stock market through the ceiling. Then Joe Biden comes in and basically tears it all down.
1: And what does the Marxist mafia do in response? America remains bitterly divided. And this week we saw the horror that officials have warned political polarization could fuel. The- no, no, no. Some naked Green Party communist beat the hell out of somebody who was tossing a salad. That's what happened. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hi, Rich. All right, Rich. I think I'm scared. Rich. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Hey, Slugger. What's going on, kid? Hey, I got two points, and my second point is 2.30 in the morning. You ever toss a salad at 2.30 in the morning? I don't
3: think you do. No, no, and I don't have any of them smelly hamm- hammers or anything Don't either. smell the hammers no. at
1: the Pelosi house. No. That's all I'm going to say. If you're ever in a Pelosi house doing work, do not smell the hammers. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, I thought of that too. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so you heard that. But first of all, people are missing a point here because um, this is uh, Pelosi's Drunken immoral husband I mean, This ain't Nancy Pelosi. Unlike when you had Steve Scalise or Rand Paul,
1: who got the hell beat up? Well, uh, Steve Scalise, they, they shot him up and he almost died. Uh, Rand Paul was beaten. By, almost a Bernie was Sanders, by a Bernie Sanders supporter who went there to kill Republicans versus a Green Party nudist who went there to toss salad. Okay. Now, so...
3: No big deal from uh, Nancy Pelosi or any of this stuff. And but here's the interesting part. I think that uh, this, too, is uh, uh, very important where um, you have the uh, um, Pelosi having her goon squad, the FBI agents and everything, doing all kinds of stuff here with this. Normally, San Francisco, they, they let these people go. And there's when uh, you have the uh, Asians or Jewish people getting beat up and stabbed and hammered yeah. and everything, but no big deal. Well, here, with this guy here, they won't let anybody get near this guy to talk to him. Uh, it's almost like the Maybe he was there for wine.
1: That. You know, they own a vineyard. From what I understand, they have some phenomenal wine collection at the Pelosi residence. One thing's for why sure... Why are they protecting this guy and, not, and this guy get let anyone get near
3: him to find out what's going on? And why does Pelosi's goon squad uh, interfere like getting in there to keep, keep it all like uh, nobody's finding anything out about when he, he what's called going on
1: or, 911, he knew his name. Why would he know his name? Why? Why would he call in? Why was it reported as a wellness check versus a 911 dispatch? Because a 911 dispatch has body cameras on. A wellness check, you could use your political mafia power, like the one used by the Daily Crime family, when their 350-pound nephew killed a 99-pound weekly. Thank you very much, Greg, for the call. You're not fooling anybody except your own stupid Democrats. And they just want to feel good about getting something for nothing. It's all. It's all. Just give them any reason to
7: vote. Hello, Indivisibles. I'm here to highlight something that is keeping me up at night.
1: Is it the way you stole money from the Haitians? You do remember when the Clintons were going to help the Haitians. It has
9: entirely crushed Haiti in 2010 we had an earthquake that killed three hundred and fifteen thousand people. That's really a deadly earthquake and millions were left without shelter. President Obama named Bill Clinton as the one that should be in charge of the reconstruction of Haiti. And in that process the Clinton Foundation through US taxpayers money and people giving money worldwide to the Clinton Foundation for relief effort to Haiti contributed about $14.3 billion. We're talking about billion dollars. Okay? And the Haitian people has not seen not even 2% of that money. 2%? Nothing was done in
1: Haiti. Yeah. No. And- now, I just read that Trump's going to be indicted after the election. I wonder Why? You scumbag Democrat rats. Let's listen to the dispatch call one more time. I find it amusing.
2: Hey, priority 910-2640-Broadway across of Scott and Normandy. I have a 14-hour copy. RP stated that there's a male in the home and that he's going to wait for his wife. RP stated that he doesn't know who the male is, but he advised that his name is David and that he is a friend. RP sounded somewhat confused.
1: He's confused. He's got a bottle of wine in one hand, a hammer in the other. Somebody's salad is tossed. Dan and Will met.
13: Yeah, anybody who believes that she didn't have security there is out of their mind. San Francisco has had private security in their neighborhoods for eons, going back a hundred years, and she lives in one of the most tony uh, neighborhoods there is.
1: Nine million, even in if the, house the ba- worth. nine million,
13: yeah, but but even they would have security all over. They, I, it, that's just how it's been in San, San Francisco, and one of our relatives used to be the the mayor of San Francisco back in the 70s, and I I got a full dose of it. So key thing is it's a total BS job.
1: And it's amazing. But what's amazing is that in the year 2022, you look around and you listen to the stories, you listen to the reporters. This is something the guys in the 60s dreamt of. At least back then, the general society had more integrity, more dignity. They wouldn't have taken this in whole, even Democrats. Do you remember in 86, wasn't it Gary Hart? He was the lead campaign. What did he do? He had, a, he had a picture of a girlfriend on a boat. That was it. It was the end of his career. The more scandals, the more evidence, the more proof, the higher these Democrats get. It's just sickening, and it's it's our fault because we as a society have no character.
13: Well we also we have to believe number one there was no security there. Number two that he didn't know the guy. Number three that Paul Pelosi is a great driver. And number four, <laughs> Pelosi is a fabulous, unbelievable, better than Solomon Brothers, had more positive <laughs> trading than than Solomon. And uh he's a fast fantastic trader.
1: Yeah, than anybody. Trip. Than Warren Buffett. This is that alone he should be arrested. Thank you very much, Dan and Matt. Be safe up there. There's a lot of third wives driving. Very expensive Mercedes that don't know how to drive. Thank you very much, Dan. Well Matt's dangerous. A lot of trophy wives. 312 642
0: 5600 This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. The answer. AM 560, the answer. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Oh, that. that was a great show. White stylish. Great show. And maybe I seem a bit
13: confused.
11: Maybe this
1: is the salad you know, they were tossing. You never know.
11: Who, who, will, who will fight? Who will fight for working people who are struggling to pay their bills? Does anyone remember the economy under Obama,
1: Obama-nomics? Do you remember what it was? Obama was so bad. So terrible that an ex-Democrat TV show host beat the Duchess of Chaffington, Hillary Clinton, because she worked for him. So keep sending them out, and sooner or later, people will remember just how full of dung Barack Obama is. Listen,
11: listen, inflation is a real problem right now.
1: Yeah, let's go to a guy who was so broke ass he needed the greasy Tony Resco to fraud. His real estate closing. Remember that scandal? Bought at the lot, closed in his name. Let's not forget, Barack Obama was monthly, late on his monthly car payments, and that's why he needed the greasy resco. Boy, he's worth like a, what, another guy worth a couple hundred million. Whew, pays to be a mafia member.
11: And by the way, it's not just here in America, it's worldwide.
1: Yeah, there you go. You're the cleanest dirty shirt. Keep letting the Democrats ruin things. Uh, Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing? How was the weekend? Wonderful. I I had quite an eventful weekend. I'm back home now. Sunny, tan. I feel wonderful. So You
3: feel better now? Yeah, I feel much
1: better. Yeah, I'm hoping Tulsi Gabbard uh, asks if I'm married or not, at which point I'll tell her yes, (laughs) but only a few seconds. Yeah, all right. Go ahead. You got it. (laughs) All right, I want to talk about his
3: speech in Georgia, Obama, when he thought he was attacking the Republicans, and what he was really doing is... uh, Actually, if you're paying attention, he was attacking the Democrats, making statements like uh, the uh, the Republicans lie uh, because they don't have any plans. That's what they have to do. It's Biden.
1: And then he said... uh, Accuse your your enemy of what you do. That's how all liars, cheats, Ponzi scheme architects, and frauds perpetrate their crimes. And then he was talking about how... uh, how the
3: uh, Republicans call the Democrats names when you got uh, Biden calling them fascists and uh, mega extremists, and then he was attacking uh, Herschel Walker. Now, oh, yeah. saying that well, no, no, Herschel walker I think is not more,
1: experienced, he was sticking up for like, Warnock, just like Trump wasn't. Well, he was yeah, sticking I up understand Warnock, that. And Warnock, the one who beat his wife, hit her with the car. Warnock is 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 a $2 fraud evangelist who lives in the lap of luxury while his parishioners eat cat food and he drives around or he walks around in $6,000 suits. He's right up Obama's alley. Thank you very much, but The, comparisons he, made,
3: the yeah. comparisons he made the uh, comparisons he made with Walker, if Walker was in a in a in an airplane uh going on to an airplane would they want him to fly the airplane i mean yeah. that's stupid to here's, say that about any anybody
1: Rich, here's I mornock's mean, ex thank you very much for the call here's here's who he's campaigning for and
3: he's like i gotta get to the airport i gotta go close the door and i was like please
15: <laughs> and he's like will i close the door i'm leaving and i was like just hear me out if your mom died <laughs> and the kids wouldn't you want me to
1: let them go with you to the funeral <laughs> he wouldn't let his kids go to his ex-mother-in-law's funeral he's a reverend and he loves fidel castro right up obama's alley i wonder if the guy for paul pelosi was he up his alley too
15: and he just-
3: And you think it was intentional? He saw me standing right there.
15: I wasn't
7: far. I was touching my daughter in the car seat. So you knew. T- he
15: knew. He, 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 knew. he, he told he me. me. He knew. He knew that he ran over your foot?
9: This
7: man's running for
15: the United States Senate, and all he cares about right now is his reputation. I work at the mayor's office, and this you. is a big problem. I've been trying to be very quiet about the way that he is for the sake of my kids and his reputation. He's the pastor Ebenezer. He's, I have not involved people. I told the mayor we were getting a divorce simply because I report to one level beneath her, and I needed her to know in advance, but I've tried to keep the way that he acts under wraps for a while. Long-
1: He's a reverend who's running for Senate in a $6,000 suit. That doesn't say Democrat scumbag. What else does? Oh, I know something else that does
11: It's one of the legacies of the pandemic. The the laws of supply and demand got messed up. Yeah. Tell me
1: more. A guy who needs Tony Resco to buy a house, scumbag. 312-642-5600.
0: Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois, in the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. The answer. AM 560. The answer.
13: Excellent, Pole
1: Squirrel. Dan Ehrman. Is with Salem Media Group Chicago. This is the kind of holiday he lives for. Dying to know what the costume is. But more importantly, I'm dying to know what's going on at the Darren Bailey rally with Tulsi Gabbard. Erman, are you the Sh- Chicago Sean, I do man? What are you?
6: <laughs> hey, I, I'm, I'm sporting one of the Sean Thompson uh, show t-shirts here in the lobby. And nice. uh, meeting with uh, a sold-out crowd Standing room only. Uh, we're still an hour out from the start of this event, and uh, the lobby's already packed. So, did uh, Tulsi, ask a about a me. Huge...
1: What's that? Did Tulsi ask about me? Oh, She did,
6: um, and I, I left her your number, so you'll hear her. Nah, you'll nah, back right. a Tell bit her I'm married, but uh, I'm yeah, regretting
1: yeah. it right now. But go ahead. <laughs> Come on now. Well, yeah, so
6: this is a Darren Bailey rally. Uh, But Tulsi Gabbard's in town and, you know, she made a huge splash with uh, shifting out of the Democrat Party and uh, kind of allying with Republicans. And she's uh, here in Chicago today to try to rally the base of kind of the moderate voters in Illinois. Uh, You know, there's there's more moderates in Illinois than there are Democrats. And. Uh, it's a huge opportunity for people to really come to a common sense opportunity and look at another alternative for leadership in the state.
1: Well, it's funny. um, The accusations against anyone who is not part of the Daily Mafia, the the Mike Madigan mob or the uh, Ed Burke syndicate, are always talking about how they have the civilized answers, yet they are subscribing to a fascist... Marxist mafia mentality. So this idea that Democrats exist, or Republicans for that matter, versus the American people against the government supremacist is the problem. Now the one thing that's nice about people who call themselves Democrats but practice Americanism is that you can, you can wake up from it. You can come to terms with the fact that you do not have representation. You have lipstick Salesmen, And that's all they're doing, putting lipstick on the pig that is government corruption. So it's nice to see. I'm thinking more and more people have to reject the Democrat mafia. But we're from Chicago. And after a while, you get used well, to Well, yeah, it. Sean, Sean I, I look around Illinois, and what we have 7,000 different layers of
6: government. And we need a better accountability across the board for that better stewardship of the resources of the state a better vision for Illinois. And I don't think a go along to get along more of the same is going to work. I'm, I'm pretty optimistic about Darren Bailey personally of him you know, it, being a farmer, having some practical hands in the dirt, hands on the ground, uh, knowing how to work hard and do well. And uh, to mix things up in Illinois, it's high time that we go from a, uh, a supermajority state to at least an even par state and you know, I think this can be a first step toward that uh, with election day next week.
1: You know, this is one of the few times, first time in my life, I'm going to vote for a, a, a politician that actually represents my views, and that is because I moved to Florida. Mm-hmm. I cannot remember the last <laughs> time someone who was not in government mafia even ran for office in Illinois. So it's refreshing. But I'm wondering, is there any suspicion? Hello? Of how the votes are counted, because a friend of mine asked me how I think it's going to happen. What do I think is going to happen on election day? And I said, well, the mafia-run areas are already very familiar with how to grab elections. They'll continue to do so. So I'm I'm optimistic, but suspicious of elections that are controlled by mafia members. And I'm wondering, is this well, is this we, being talked about? We, we
6: have a republic if we can keep it. And so it's incumbent on us as individuals, as citizens, as voters in Illinois, in the U.S., in Chicago. Uh, you know, let's get out and be, uh, you know, poll watchers and uh, election judges and get involved in boots on the ground of ensuring that we have uh, fair elections, that uh, that, you know, we want the winner to win. We don't want to see gamesmanship left or right. We want to see. The people vote, and the people have a voice, and we want to increase the voice of the people in Illinois, in Chicago. And I think AM560 is really cutting against the grain in Chicago to be able to really stand up and say, hey, this is this is what we see going on. Speak a little truth to power and try to have an impact on the next generation of this state and hopefully a place where we can have our kids and our grandkids and not just have to bail and, and go to Florida. We can get swamped in in a hurricane.
1: Yeah, and poll watching has a totally different meaning in Illinois than it does San Francisco. So it's important to realize you don't want to get locked in Paul Pelosi's house where you're asked to smell a hammer. Uh, I'd like to know if you took a poll. Is there any consensus on how much it would cost to smell Paul Pelosi's hammer?
6: I have no recollection to right. that, Sean. It might be fun. I I'd depends, like you to you know, get the crowd the involved. That- and. It depends on the poll that you look at for uh, uh, Pritzker and Bailey, and it, you know they'd say it's neck and neck. But I don't know if both candidates have one, and so we'll, we'll just get that there and have a little low hanging Thompson humor there nice. for you.
1: Now, let me ask you: Is anyone talking about the new superhero costume worn by the Pritzkers? And is anyone confused as to as why Wonder Woman is pregnant? <laughs>
6: It, uh, no. Dan and Amy talked about that this morning. They had okay. some great feedback. What did they say? Uh, that the best caption was, Supper uh, man, and I wonder if she's a woman. Uh, I think that's a little harsh for me. I probably wouldn't go there personally. But uh, yeah, Well, I'll tell you what, though. You stand next to their, Pritzker, you're going to look tall
1: and skinny. So that might be something you want to do in the future. <laughs> well, in the meantime...
6: You know, if, he's got, if he's got some old suits, you know, he can always hand them down my oh, way. Oh, come I'm on. They, they look like
1: shorts on you. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Anyway... Um, <laughs> What I want you to do is have a good time, and I want you to let people know it's not over till the Mrs. Pritzker sings. All right?
6: Love it. All right, Sean. Keep up the good work, man. Thanks for having
1: me on. All right. Take care. Thank you very much for joining us. 312-642-5600. Before I get out of this segment, let's go to P two times and make you feel good about your chances from Austin, Texas.
8: Sean I've been calling you for over a year now talking about people should get involved uh, become a precinct chair change the Republican party from the inside out and the bottom up uh and you know it's I it, this is we're in the final stretch we can do it I think it can happen now there's something called you know, it's a word that it's defined as something that hinders, engulfs, or overwhelms. And that's the word is morass. And what the Democrats and Pritzker have cool. done. Boy, that is, sounds a lot like
1: morass, which also makes me think of the Pritzkers. Go ahead.
8: Sean, you just stole my punchline. Thank you very much. Did I really? And, I can't try uh, it. Don't well, ever yeah, try, because it. What was try to beat me to a punchline. That, <laughs> the, the, the Bidens <laughs> and Pritzker have put the economy into a morass. If you want less ass, it's time to vote for. A Republican, and it doesn't matter how. Now you mentioned something about uh, about uh, salesman earlier. If your job is to be a salesman, even if you're outside of Illinois, you can go to uh, uh, bailey dot com. Become a volunteer uh, to make phone calls to get people out to vote. There are a lot of people that want to switch, or they think, "Oh, it's not worth it," because uh, you know the, the it's it's stacked against them. That type of thing. This is the best time ever. To, to shift illinois maybe not get them away but move it move it more to the right and change things so get out and vote do something more than just vote
1: but get out and volunteer i love it kevin and to quote one of the most underrated actors in film history there is no tomorrow rock there is no tomorrow 312-642-5600
0: marxists socialists and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM five sixty, the answer. AM five sixty, the answer.
1: I put a spell on you, and now you're mine. That's awesome. You this is a great movie. The things I do. It's the one thing I miss about having small kids. It gave me I a great love. excuse to go see movies for kids that I love.
3: It's been three hundred.
2: In
1: the meantime, a couple of I things know. that I really don't love. No. And that's the direction of America today. And the idea that people who oppose the ideology of Americanism, the principles of freedom and liberty, are somehow giving us direction or advice. So when a Democrat spokes idiot tries to tell you how to win, walk away. And when some freak dressed as a woman tries to talk to your kids, be aware of it. This is from today today. And this is another Californian, a man with a five o'clock shadow who thinks he's a girl. He's going to tell you how to raise your kids.
5: Hi, kids. There's no such thing as a boy or a girl. And I can prove it. So gather around the family, the parents, everybody.
1: Answer my questions. Can I say something to you, Squirrel? This is why when my wife was pregnant, I prayed for girls. Prayed. Because the idea that this is somebody's son. The only thing more infuriating than the content of this idiot's character is how pathetic I feel for his father.
5: You either say boys or girls. Who's usually taller? Oh, boys? Okay. But you've met some short boys, right? you met some tall girls. So usually boys are taller, but not always.
1: Oh, you got me, Socrates. You're obviously correct. And you look wonderful in your black lipstick.
5: Okay. Who likes the color pink? Girls? Okay, um, but you've met girls who don't like pink, and you met boys who do like pink,
1: so... You- the only thing more aggravating than this idiot having a platform is that I'm paying for his iPhone and his rent and his food, you welfare roach freak. Rich Oak Park. Hey, how are you, sir? Good, how are you in Oak Park? You doing all right?
6: I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm watching all these kids from the backyard. I got the flu. But oh. uh, across the street, you're, you can't fix stupid. These Democrats, yeah. these people were sick all summer. I'm yeah. watching them wipe their noses and then touch every kid's piece of candy. Now she's blowing her nose. Yeah, pick oh. up the bowl again. Does
9: get... she
1: have one of those Irish uh, fisherman sweaters on with open-toed shoes and no <laughs> toenail polish? Because <laughs> no. that no. is the official Oak Park fall costume. They're all, dressed like, uh, they're all dressed like the Discovery Channel where they're fishing for tuna, and yet they all got open-toed <laughs> shoes on. It's disgraceful. Oh, they
6: love me. I, I, I'd like to send you a picture. Uh, I'm going to send you a tie. It's a museum artifacts tie, right. and it is We the People. It's the Constitution oh. on the tie. It's beautiful. All the signatures. Thank you. And all right, do uh, me a favor.
1: Open the door I, in your underpants with a pink hammer and tell them your are dressed as right. Paul Pelosi. All right?
6: Uh-huh. Thank you. I'm waiting for some invented kids to roll a scaffold down with Joe Biden hanging from it.
1: Oh, no, you don't want to do that. You could just do a scarecrow. Thank you very much for the call. But I'll tell you what is Fauci's scariest Halloween. Spooky
0: season is coming up. What scares you the most? A thousand kids coming to my door breathing on me.
1: Here he is, the head of America's on, man. health policy. And there's another interesting factoid that happened. I think that this should be talked about more than Paul Pelosi's underwear and pink hammers.
0: Well, welcome to today's talk. It's
1: Monday, the 31st of October. Now, I'm going to start off with a quote from this uh, review from the United States Senate. The emergence of SARS coronavirus, 2 that resulted in the COVID-19 pandemic was most likely the result of a research related incident. Most likely. And I've looked at the evidence quite a lot today. And I must say the evidence is pretty strong. So let's have a look. Two years stolen from every American's life, no matter what age. Two years of fascism on the rise, your liberty, your freedoms, your dollar on the decline. Two years. We got an election that's close. Shows it because we have a citizenry of idiots and stupid morons who'll vote for any swindler. In a suit and pretend he's an expert rather than some lying Marxist fraud laid on his car payment.
11: And wrecked havoc on supply chains. And then you have a war in Ukraine that. Careful. Is not only. Uh huh. Engaging in, in incredible cruelty towards the people.
1: Man, of- he's a silver tongued devil, isn't he? Boy, I miss that brilliance. Bring it back. Al Kuypers, how's your, cam- how's your campaign going? It's going pretty good. How are you, John? Very good. We got about forty seconds. Tell me how you're doing against Daloca. Oh, he's uh, he's bringing in
6: outside help too, because he knows that uh, he knows I'm going to take him down. So, well,
5: I'm, listen, uh, I'm pretty Are they stupid
1: looking it? with giant heads? Because then they're just Irish mafia members from the south side. Don't worry about it. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. Good luck, Al.
0: I'll be back from the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck,
1: Can you not see these smash and grab policies of the government supremacists, whether they're practiced in Chicago, New York, San Francisco, or Washington, D.C.? That is the mantra of the government supremacists. We have allowed this government, run by political whores, to backdoor nationalize every aspect of our private economy. I don't even know if we have one anymore. Somebody who I like to discuss that with is somebody who proves me on the shadow of a doubt. There is no amount of money he will ever smell a hammer in the Pelosi house. His name is E.J. Antony. How are you, buddy?
12: Sean, I'm hanging in. Happy Halloween. How are you doing?
1: Wonderful. Well, ah, better than most. And I'll tell you why. Because I'm aware that the government doesn't have any answer. What the government is doing is lying to the people in order to backdoor nationalize. And when I heard this clip, I thought to myself, this is why... Joe Biden needs to be impeached immediately.
10: In the last six months, six of the largest oil companies have made more than $100 billion in profits. So I think it's outrageous.
1: He thinks it's outrageous as he promotes trillions of dollars in spending to his green energy boondoggle, and they produce nothing. He also doesn't ever talk about the expenditures of these oil companies. He is open and notorious in his lies. However, he has a gaggle of Marxists and government supremacists behind him, And I'm wondering if America's picking up that this corrupt son of a gun is trying to backdoor nationalize the energy sector of America.
12: I think so, in the same way that he's trying to backdoor nationalize uh, student loans, for example. But what the American people are seeing is that he's trying to give a trillion dollars to people who literally did nothing but spent four years in what was effectively glorified alcoholism and called it school. So they've done nothing. They've produced nothing. But we're going to bail them out and give them a handout. And at the same time, we're going to tax the very corporations that have provided the lifeblood of this economy.
1: Oil companies have only a few thousand people that can vote. Backdoor nationalization of bust-outs is in the hundreds of millions. Doesn't this philosophy move forward in a society that wants to restrain its fellow citizens and accept the corruption in its government?
12: Well, thank God for federalism and thank God for an electoral college because that is really the only thing that keeps the millions and millions of people in california from dictating to the rest of us how we're supposed to live our lives and once again i think that's going to help prevent that here
1: and ej you know one of the things i try to do with my show is tell people that it isn't about the the policies the nuances in the so-called differences. It's about the massive spread of government corruption in the Jane Byrne exit ramp, in the $8.5 billion stolen in O'Hare Airport, in the corruption that we now think is normal when we have a 50-year mafia member in Mike Madigan shake down a multinational company that bribed him for what we can trace back to 30 years. And when the mafia gets this accepted by the people... It's not optimistic anymore in these hellholes of, of Democrat rule, is it?
12: No, and that's exactly why so many people are fleeing those states in droves, whether it's Illinois, whether it's California, whether it's New York. I mean, people don't want to live under these regimes anymore. And if if you really want to know what do people think and how do they feel and what do they want, look how they vote with their feet.
1: Yeah. And, you know, this is the thing. I want, I want Illinois to turn around, not just because – I have family there, but because I have friends and good people that are trapped, whether they're golden handcuffs or the love and affection for one reason or another, they can't. So we have what I've come to call kabuki elections, in my opinion, because the idea that there are still Democrats, still Americans, still anybody that doesn't see the corruption in this slob of a governor in Illinois, in this embarrassment of a mayor in New York and governor in New York, in the Pelosi clan and one of the most... Obvious strongholds of the Democrat mafia, San Francisco, and the rest of it, and the, and, and the open outrage of information and censorship that we accept as a police report. Does it give you pause to think there's going to be a red wave? Are you suspicious like I am? You know,
12: I I am. But part of it is, I think, because of the bubble that I live in here in D.C. So when you talk to people in the D.C. area, they're almost all a bunch of liberals. They're almost all on the government hook, on the government teat. Right. None of these people actually know what it's like to work a factory job to drive a truck for a living. They are they have been sheltered their entire lives. You want to talk about people who lecture about privilege but they themselves have been privileged from day one. And so it doesn't really give you a, a very good you know no, you, you can't really have a finger on the pulse in that well, you kind know, that's, of environment.
1: That's why when I hear, you know, I, I, a lot of a lot of talk radio in particular tells their their listeners it uh, we're going to win and right way. The facts are very simple. If you are are a subscriber to the Democrat policies, you are a beneficiary of the corruption, or you want to be. That's it. At this stage of the game, circa 2022, you cannot point to a government policy that works the way it was described, that works the way the government insists it's telling you it works to this day, and you cannot... Obviously, look at one of these policies, and I don't care what it is, whether it's Obamacare, whether it's the student loans that they nationalized, whether it's Social Security, whether it's welfare, and say that these policies should move forward. Yet no one has the courage to call them what they are. They're bribes to vote for the mafia.
12: No, it's exactly right. But one thing I am amazed on, and that does give me a lot of hope, is the number of black voters I have talked to recently. Who have had their eyes open, largely actually because of Donald Trump, but they have had their eyes open to the fact that the new Democrat plantation is the welfare state. The new slavery is the check from the government that goes away the the first time you make a single red cent for yourself. And as people wake up to that reality, they begin to see it for what it is, and hopefully they will turn away from it.
1: And this was the plan. You know, I hate that we have to talk like that about race or whatever, but this was the plan of the Soviets, and they were all of the same race. This is the the plan of all... Government supremacists is to get the people to cheer while the corrupt government strips away the assets of their fellow citizens. This is something we're seeing more and more and more in these in these hellholes of of Democrat rule in America, and we have a sitting president that is sitting up there as he has squandered trillions, trillions. Talk about how bad it is for private companies to make billions. And at that point, you realize Karl Marx's plan to pit one citizen against the other, not because of of, of corruption, but because of jealousy and because of coveted it, covetedness that is working. And we are here when this two bit political whore who's never worked lectures people from his mansion seaside from his six thousand dollar suit and demonizes people who give you the most important commodity of your life. And that's the part that makes me nervous.
12: No, Sean, that, that's absolutely correct. And it is amazing, though, when you think about it, we've we've basically watched the Democrat Party go from its early days where it was the party of slavery. And it was about creating a second class citizen based on race to today, where it is ba- making a second class um citizen based on financial status. Look what they've done the last two years. They've effectively created a permanent renting class in this country. People, Young people who are so hopelessly in debt, whose incomes are rising slower than prices, people who will never be able to get out of debt, let alone save enough money for a down payment for a house. Once you have an entire class of people who can't even own property on a large scale, you have instituted now a financial kind of Of
1: slavery, and they've done an incredible job with it. Again, in only two years, and it reminds me how, um, you know, history has a way of rewarding scoundrels. My favorite example of this is who I think is an all-around fraud and a scumbag is FDR. What he did to this country on the negative side can never be overstated. However, if you listen to the way he's talked about today, he's a hero of the Democrat mafia, rather than a villain of American prosperity the way he should be viewed. Can that happen in real time?
12: No, no that, that, that's 100% right. And again, you know, we've talked about this before, Sean, on your show, but I think this really is yet another example of how much our education system has failed our young people, that when we compare a president to FDR, they don't immediately see it as an insult. Instead, they think <laughs> it's positive. They don't understand what he did to this country in terms of regulations. He tripled taxes, and yet even 10 years after tripling taxes, the economy was still in the toilet we were still in the great depression and yet that's not what people are taught in school
1: and the only reason he's talked about fondly is because he was able to capitalize on the european version of his policies called the nazis he was able to capitalize and let a war bail out his corruption and his financial fraud on the american people and that's what he's remembered it for and that's exactly what I think the plan is of this diaper-wearing Dimwitz administration, because I don't think he has a plan. I don't think he could answer what day it is or what time it is. But he is surrounded by like-minded fascists, like-minded Marxists that surrounded FDR. And to me, they need war, war to bail out their fraud policies. And I see that on the horizon. I'm wondering if there's a murmur about that in Washington.
12: Well, I don't think it's just in Washington, but I think it's becoming uh, nationwide and even, in fact, worldwide with all of the garbage that's going on in Ukraine. And I don't just mean garbage in terms of what Russia is doing. Obviously, they've attacked another nation. But in terms of what we are doing, in terms of what Europe is doing, it is amazing how all of these leaders around the world seem completely intent on pushing us into World War III, especially by doing these insane sanctions, which are hurt. Hurting us more than they're hurting the Russians. Did you see the other day? There was a report out that China is now buying from Malaysia literally twice as much oil as that country is able to produce. Gee, where do you think that <laughs> oil is coming from? It's all yeah. Russian oil. And and the amazing thing is they think they're fooling anyone. Except then you look at at B-roll footage of the president and you think, wow, they might be fooling him.
1: Yeah. Well, we're supposed to be here immune to that, because we're supposed to have free press. We're supposed to have a press that examines the data that you come over, the prima facie evidence of corruption and lies in the economic numbers, in the foreign policy spending, in all of it, yet they are lecturing Republicans about political hate speech and political violence. And if you look, you know, I read your article, the new GDP numbers. If you go through this, you, I could tell you right now, the Federal Reserve is going to do exactly what they're doing in Europe. They're telling everybody Seventy-five basis points. It'll be fifty. The market will get a rally, and everyone will ignore the fact we're bankrupt and we can't exist without printing up more money. Is there any positive sign in private sector anywhere in the private sector growing?
12: Oh goodness, uh, no, 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 nothing really to speak of. I mean, a few, a few defense contractors. You might make the case they have a very bright future ahead, but other than that, I pot really, dispensaries I really don't and gambling
1: are how these Democrat areas are bailing themselves out. That's all they got. Right. right. I, don't,
12: I don't see, I really don't see many good indicators uh, at, at all moving forward. There's not a lot of light on the horizon right now, sadly.
1: So, when the market produces the best month since 1976, before Carter's policies snapped into effect, what is the explanation for the massive market rally um, that we oh, saw last that's a week? Great because I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I looked at every data point, I looked at every sector. The only thing growing is government spending. I can't see any growth organically in a private sector.
12: Right. No, I I think the best answer to that, I mean, in the first couple of days, you could have said, all right, there's some short covering going on. But when you have a prolonged rally like that and you have day after day of bad economic news, the only thing I can the only thing I can take from that is that we're in a paradoxical time when good news is bad news bad news is good news. The worse things are for the economy, the more likely the Fed will stop hiking rates and then eventually start cutting rates and that is the mother's milk to a stock market that is based not really on projected earnings but just on nominal values which are obviously inflated the more we run that
1: printing press. That's my prediction by the way. That's my prediction is that these scoundrels in these Democrat strongholds will retain power I think it, you know they're talking about this big, massive red wave. I hope so, but I'm preparing for it not to be because they need to turn on the spigot again. They will not even mention it before Tuesday of next week, but that's the plan. That's the only thing I can see, and that's what Europe's plan is, the Europe that is still supporting the dollar that's been destroyed by political actions here in America. But that's what my prediction is. If I had the bet and we were at a racing window, I'm betting on that. What do you, are you doing the same thing? I you know, I think that's pretty spot on. That's not good. That's not good for the American people. That's not good for people outside of the government mafia. So uh, I, I, I think you have young kids, right? I do not. Oh, you do not. If you did, would you tell them to go into private economy, or would you tell them to line up and go work for the government bureaucracies who are immune oh, to as, the realities of
12: as as much as I would love for life to be easy for them, at, at some point you got to make the decision between doing the easy thing and the right thing. And I'd have to tell them, private sector.
1: Yeah, I, I would too. But I would tell them, be prepared because you will be the new American villain, and the ones who get to walk around and dress up like Superman, if you can believe this, is a four hundred pound five point six or five-foot-six butter-handed trust fund baby who continues to destroy the economics for the people here in Illinois. And uh, I'm hoping he loses, but I'm interested to see what happens. And more more importantly, when economic numbers are, I call E.J. Antony at the Heritage Foundation. I'm trying to think of a program that has ever been demonized for delivering services to the american people and making some small form of private money that wasn't nationalized i think after the election biden is going to go hardcore to to nationalize how could he do it with the the, the private sector rules or, or will they be just put on the burner
12: you know what? I think the key in terms of the the energy industry, I think the key there is creating a crisis that will justify in in the public's mind taking <laughs> over the energy industry. W- and w- what better three. way to create a crisis than to have a diesel shortage?
1: WW3, they need it, baby. EJ Antonio, I'll put fifty dollars on the over. I appreciate you coming on. You know that.
12: Sean, thanks so much for having me.
1: Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments. We have a new caller from Jefferson Park. She will be first after this.
0: This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
1: All right, it's not completely my fault. Squirrel doubled down on it. Honey bunny doesn't answer me when I talk to her. We are not married. Answer me when I talk to you, woman. Kasha. Jefferson Park. Yes, hi Sean. How are you? Good, Kasha. I sorry I butchered your name in the teeth.
3: Oh, don't worry about it. Um uh, the reason why I'm calling is usually I I, you know, kind of complain and, you know, talk about the bad stuff, but this time around I just want to voice my appreciation for your fantastic Brilliant, sarcastic sense of humor. Your jokes can turn my frown upside down, like your segment between five and six had me laughing (laughs) out loud on my way from work today.
1: Good. It's important (laughs) because these idiots, do they think they're fooling everyone or just the morons who think they're representatives rather than rulers? And this whole story. I don't care what it is. The latest story always, it never ceases to amaze me. But it always is insulting to me that there are people that actually believe this nonsense that comes out of it. Whether the fact that you think Mike Madigan is just an honest representative who's fighting for the people of Southside Chicago versus a mafia don, or Paul Pelosi's hammers smell normal, they don't. This whole thing stinks. And it's about time we at least make fun of these idiots that want to rule us as if it was uh, Eastern Europe circa soviet <laughs> union i think it's important so kasha thank you very much for tuning in i appreciate of it of course and of before course. we get thrown in the gulag we can at least laugh at them thank you very much because it is funny JP pritzker had the audacity to wear an s under his suit what's that for stubby uh ron south elgin Shauner, what's
8: up from one marauder to another brother you have a fantastic show
1: Oh, thank you. Brother. Hey, listen. Did you ever see a, a Odin, pregnant Wonder Woman? And what exactly is going uh, no, on because, under the cape? Remember, there was no men on the, on the planet where Wonder
11: Woman came from.
1: Oh, that you explains. Rem- remember it. that? Yes. And uh, if they yes. all look like Mrs. Pritzker as Wonder Woman, there's a reason there's no men there. Go
13: ahead. Ten four on that one. Hey, brother. Uh, Odin's, Odin's wisdom showed me the showed me the picture over there at the Pelosi attack. So on the call, it said that they knew, it said that they knew this guy, okay? Uh And secondly, he stormed in there saying, where's Nancy? So I think this is a love triangle that went uh, sideways.
1: Ooh, Or a porno no one ever wants to watch. By the way, did you see the outside of the window? One window was broken, the other door was thrown open towards the outside. The whole thing doesn't make sense to me. Did he climb through the broken glass? Did he break one door and then open another? And uh, how much would it take, Ron, for you to smell a Pelosi hammer?
11: Well, I used to be in a band called the Smelly Hammers, so.
1: Excellent. All right, so it's not going to be much. Thank you, Ron and South Elgin. We'll be back with more of the Smelly Hammers after this.
0: He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
1: Halloween, do you have your costume on? Squirrel, dressed as Squirrel, priceless, absolutely priceless. Did you win the office uh, costume, Squirrel? You don't know yet? Oh, Honey Bunny is the sexy nurse. That's going to be tough to beat. In the meantime, how? what are you going to go as? This is kind of the question I want. 312-642-5600. What are you going to dress as today? Why don't you, uh, if you don't have anything to wear, simply... Put shorts on with a big, big blanket, stuff pillows under it and go as Governor
16: Pritzker. Bill Maher had an interesting take on it. This year, I'm going as an uber woke, overly anxious, perpetually offended 20 something. First of all, I have my the patriarchy T-shirt. <laughs> and then I have a check from the patriarchy to pay my car insurance. <laughs> my nose ring. <laughs> my vape pen. I've got my cloth surgical mask, my surgical mask, my N95 mask, and my face shield. Then after I leave the house, I have my clonopin to take the edge off, my Adderall to put it back on. I have my participation trophy, my cat ear headphones to listen to sad music, the stick that goes up my ash. I'm the least for my support, animal. And just in case anyone still doesn't get what I'm all about, I have a wet blanket.
1: I just hope you don't have a voter card. This the election, you know, it's, it's said. I, I, I've listened to it myself. Every election, this is the last election, this is the last election. There has never been a more obvious fascist, a more obvious political whore than sits in the White House today. And I say that knowing full well who he was vice president for. Because back then there was a concerted effort to push back. It's called the Tea Party. Unfortunately, we had our own scallywags, whether it's the Adam Kinsingers, the Joe Walsh's, or the other lying frauds. But
10: when you hear a sitting president say this. In the last six months, six of the largest oil companies have made more than $100 billion in profits. So I think it's outrageous.
1: And the government has spent more than $9 trillion, which is far more outrageous, sock wetter. What are you going to go as? Oh, I know. You could go as the priest from Poltergeist. You look just like him. Chuck in Dullivan. Hey, I have got my Vera Wang wedding dress on right now to make this phone call.
8: Hey, nice. I got—I don't have a pink hammer. I have a yellow hammer. Born and bred in Wilmington. I've got eyes on twin centers, a rock 'em sock 'em robot neck. But anyway, the guy was wandering through the mansion by Nancy Pelosi. He was calling him Nancy, Nancy. He was looking for the, the guy. He wasn't looking for her. Uh, I like it. It, it wasn't a love
1: triangle. Listen, I don't know how the election goes. I want you to win. I think you'd be a great congressman, not to mention I'd like to see the look on the other congresspeople's faces as you walk into office. But what I if it goes sideways, I'd like you to consider opening up a swingers bar up in uh, uh, Lake Geneva, and we can call it the Smelly Hammers. I will raise money. Deal? Hey,
8: uh, I, I, just got, I just got pulled over by three cops. It's illegal to solicit to hand out flyers in Walworth, uh, Wisconsin. They let me do it in Lake Geneva. let me do it in Delavan. Yeah. I tell people to vote for me. And they said, no, we can't do it here. I go, okay. well, guess what? The next time you got a, a, a fire department guy standing there with the empty boot for money, you just knocked him out of the box. Now, so you could be you a
1: congressman, to- and I want you to. But in, you could also be the manager of the Sneaky Hammers Swingers Club. I think you give it a shot. I know we can raise money for that. Don in Bloomingdale.
11: Hey, Sean, you know, they always, uh, Biden's got his favorite corporations to pick on, but he never talks about big education, and you want to talk about big money. Go after the, the uh, uh, medical device industry. They make the uh, pharmaceutical industry look like pikers.
1: Go after the UAW. You want to talk about disgusting profits that produce absolutely gaga. Go after the UAW. Pick one. Go after any union that supports him. Go after Amtrak. Profit. We don't even know what oh that is. We've gosh. been funding them for tens of millions of dollars since Joe Biden could comb his hair when his bag man son, before he had a crack problem, sat on the board at 21. <laughs> you want to talk about obvious corruption? It's the Democrat mafia. The only thing is, they're not interested in admitting it or exposing it. Their people are more interested in the sweet lies that come out of the mouths of their swindlers.
11: People of Ukraine, but it also sent energy prices through the roof. So we're seeing gas prices go up.
1: You know what set energy prices on the roof? Aside from uh, the policies of Joe Biden, the sanctions on other oil-producing countries. Not to mention the blowing up of the pipelines and all the rest of it. Who did that again? Oh, yeah, Russia. Same ones who put together the Steele dossier. Chuck in Kenosha, Wisconsin, not running for Congress. Chuck has obviously been arrested by the NSA. We'll get back to him later. In the meantime, let's go for a little more bull
14: from Democrat frauds. And yet still there's inflation. There's a fear of looming recession. Poll after poll shows show that voters trust. They say they trust Republicans more than Democrats uh, when it comes to the economy. What's the administration's response uh, to that persistent view among the electorate? So
7: first, we
15: have always said we understand what the American public is dealing with. We understand that there are high costs and we understand that they're feeling very squeezed
1: right now. Uh, the president always your understanding. Hey, Dimwit, you, Sideshow Bob, your understanding isn't what we're looking for. We're looking for the economy we had before you mucked it up with your stinky hammers.
15: He says this, and you hear him say this all the time, that he wants to make sure that we give Americans a little bit more breathing room, which is what his dad used to say when he grew
1: up in Scranton. Yeah. Well, his mother used to go on dates in a covered wagon. I really
10: don't give a rip from a fraud like joe biden by the way did you hear the latest introduced some of my family and friends and i don't know where they are right now because but you're my, uh, demented you know i i, I married a, a beautiful woman from skin atlas lake was it syracuse i met her on spring break and fell head over heels in love with her and by
1: the way where did they go on spring break in
10: 1952 was uh fort lauderdale a thing yet uh, gave up a starting job on the football team in Delaware to come up uh, uh, every weekend because I couldn't stay away from her. And, uh, and Joe Biden never was a starter on the football team. He
1: played his freshman year. His father made him quit because he was a disgrace to the family name, and that was with his pants on. Nick Kenosha. Hey,
9: sorry. I was just um, talking. We had a lot of time today at work,
1: right.
9: so we went over the John Fetterman debate. Oh. And it literally made our brains hurt. Yeah, and I one. have to say, if John Fe- if John Fetterman wins, there's no hope for any fair and clear election. So
1: I agree. Now, do you now in the in the lookalike contest? Would you rather go okay. as Fetterman, Sloth from the Goonies, or Dopey from Snow White? And could you uh, tell dopey, them apart? Snow White,
9: uh, hands down, Dopey, Snow White.
1: All right, fair enough. What do you think? Uh, so about really Snow? fast though. Yeah,
9: really fast. So um, Joe Biden said he used to have lunch with uh, Strom Thurmond in the Senate.
1: Yeah, the racist. That was
9: a 20, 20 year gap, 20 year gap when they were in the Senate. So, I mean, I don't know what he was doing in the 50s, but.
1: Oh, I'm thinking of Robert Byrd was the Klansman. That's the one he took the oh, picture of. Oh, no, no, with. Strom Thurmond was bad,
9: too. But Yeah. yeah.
1: But Robert Byrd was an actual grand pooh-bah wizard, whatever the hell they call themselves. In the meantime, you've got a guy who's been robbing the American people for 50 years, produced nothing. Every position he had when it came to foreign policy was dead wrong. And this is the guy that people are going to turn the oil sector over to? And the problem is you realize at that point, Nick, you'd be better off as the manager of the Stinky Hammers, my new bar in Kenosha, Wisconsin. You find the dirt, I'll raise the money. Thank you very much. Ryan in Algonquin also wants to be the manager at the Stinky Hammers, or would you prefer to be a bartender? You have to wear a leather collar, throw the bottles all around with no shirt on. You have a problem with that?
13: No, thanks. All right. Sean, we need to know more about this hammer. Was it a I'm sixteen not... ounce? Was it a twenty ounce? Was it a curved claw? Was it a straight claw? As a guy who collects hammers and hit a lot of heads with hammers, yeah. but my ha- my heads have a nail on the end of them. Well we need to know more about these hammers.
1: I say it was the new version of the San Francisco ball peen hammer, which ironically has two balls. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred.
0: He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Spooky.
1: All right, I normally don't play a lot of... Uh, from from other shows, but Joe Rogan had Elon Musk on, and it was might be my favorite moment in all podcast history. And this is what you missed. I do think we've failed in a couple of ways, and I, I no, want to admit that. Wait, let me set it up better now. He is on with his uh, vice president at Twitter, who is making an excuse of censorship, and she's making an excuse of canceling people who had accounts, and of ignoring and, and and helping cover up the Hunter Biden scandal. This is live on Joe Rogan's podcast. I do think we've failed in a couple of ways, and I, I want to admit that.
10: Failure comes with a big penalty.
11: You're fired. Uh,
1: I. Why don't we go. Yeah. Off. And she gets up and storms off fired her right there on the spot. That's what you need to do to political whores who you have no idea what their day really looks like as they pretend to be congressmen, as they pretend to be senators. During the debates down here in Florida, it's a very, very interesting moment that I know. Charlie Crist, who's running as, against Ron DeSantis as governor, doesn't stand a chance. He's an open and notorious Democrat fraud. But this is very telling on what these congresspeople people these Democrats do when they're in office.
14: You know, I hear Charlie Chris talking about some of this other stuff. You know, he as a congressman made $174,000 a year. You know how many days he showed up to work in Washington, D.C. this year? 14 days. Imagine that deal for you. You show up 14 days and you make over hundred grand. That's the type of That's effort this guy work. puts in. That Now, f-
1: this is a government. The American government has spent over $9.4 trillion in its fiscal year, which is about three months short of your fiscal year that means they're on record on pace to spend in excess of 18 trillion dollars year over year from march you cannot afford these democrats cannot afford them and what happens when you live in their areas and you're not on the inside or you're not wealthy enough or earning enough to sustain the massive extortion of taxation here's how it ends in chicago
15: The local business owner that's behind these orange tents says this mission is personal to him. He says he wants to offer tents to as many people as he can. But he says he's getting pushback from the city of Chicago. And pretty soon, these tents are going to have to be removed.
1: He gave away new tents to the homeless people in the sewer of Chicago. Those people living under the utopia of Democrat policies for 100 years. So there you see them on your way home, they're under the viaduct, they're in empty lots, they're in abandoned buildings. Now this is a private citizen who out of his own pocket decided, let me give decent tents to the people who are victims of Democrat policies. What do the Democrats do?
15: Andy Robledo is a successful business owner at a local plant shop. He's grateful for where he is today, but admits his journey wasn't easy.
1: So I'm an addict
9: in recovery myself, um, and I've seen both sides of it. So I've seen
15: how substances can ruin your life. Last year, Robledo started providing these ice fishing tents to give the homeless a warm place to live. He says they're also more aesthetically pleasing. Robledo has since distributed more than 70 tents in areas throughout Chicago with the help of community organizers like Inglewood Barbie. But I understand like, how it feels to be forgotten, how, how it feels to
1: wake up. Inglewood Barbie. I wonder. I thought that was a costume. The city is threatening to take down the tents. They don't want the people warm. They'd rather have them out in boxes, which is how everybody ends up when you're in a Democrat-run sewer unless you fire each and every Democrat the way Elon Musk fired a member of the Fourth Reich who took away the freedom of speech. It's important you stand up for yourself because nobody else is going to do it. Get out and throw them out. Vote! drag your friends and your family vote because you're up against cheaters i'll be back in 21 hours
16: don't just have a great night have an american night
2: it's a new day because covid vaccines just got a big update